Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Buzzheads. Welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. Are we doing this? Just do it. Let's do it. Do it. It's the seventies Buzz Podcast with your favorite podcasters, Curtis and Todd, coming to you from studios in downtown Enid, Oklahoma, part of the Buzzhead Media Network. That's right. That's right. What's going on, Mister Wheeler? Oh, you know all this uh, fancy technical stuff we got going on here, and uh, it's you know still after two years we still haven't perfected it but we're still we're still we're still we're still we're still adjusting things but hey, on, the, on the fly even but hey we're on air yeah i'm adjusting as i speak to our loyal audience out there gosh i didn't even i didn't even get any uh i didn't shout outs although our, our normal suspects have been emailing ideas and and responses to I just don't have anything prepared. But uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the next show. And and there's a lot of them. I mean, getting a lot of a lot, lot of, of feedback. A lot from of you guys. feedback. Yeah. A lot of plays. A lot of downloads. That's great. Yeah, Love it. yeah. Our numbers are going up every week. Yeah, every week. Remind me, I'm gonna tell you something later. Ooh, ooh, yeah. something later. Shh, that's all hush, hush. Top, top secret. Can't, you know, you can't start just divulging stuff over the over the airwaves. Yeah, are they airwaves? Uh, no, sort no. of kind of ear earwaves. We'll ear call waves. them earwaves. That's a good idea. Since you guys are listening to a podcast, you are plugged in directly to your device, and so. Uh, but I guess if you were doing a Bluetooth, it would be <laughs> airwaves. Uh, yeah, Paula. She she uh, she mentioned us again. Paula Paula Stewart Owen and Susan Earhart. 
Very cool. I know uh, Dave. I know Dave Ball sent in another email with mm-hmm. uh, some information. So uh, we are reading all you guys' stuff. We appreciate all the feedback. Continue. Uh, Barbara Ackle. Yeah, buzz at buzzheadmedia.com, or you can leave us uh, comments at iTunes or Spreaker or... Julio Concepcion. Cool. Or go to our Facebook page or go... (laughs) All kinds of friends. All All kinds of friends. Buzz at buzzheadmedia.com, folks. That's how you get a hold of us. They're the best listeners in the world. You know, I know that Joe Grogan guy. He's got a lot of listeners, but they're not as good as our listeners. Nah. You know, have you ever heard that Joe Grogan guy? I have, but <laughs> it takes a long time to hear Joe Rogan, like three hours. Uh, that's a bit much. Can that's we, a, can we, uh, oh, that's a good picture. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sitting there looking at him. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, so I guess we should tell everybody subject matter for this evening's uh, podcast. Yeah. We thought we better get, uh, We'd started doing the years, and we haven't done the years in a while. We've skipped a while, so but we're going in order, yeah. and so we are all the way up to 1973. Yeah, so it's been yeah, we got a ways to go. Yeah, we do. So, so, so yeah, 1973 is a uh, it's a big year. Yeah, uh, music wise, uh, big year. It's that's about when you and I started listening to music. I think started. That's when I or yeah, getting in, getting into music. I was, I was on the. I guess that's for me. It was kind of maybe when my sister started getting into music which yeah. meant i was listening to what she was listening to because no <laughs> yeah because she kept the door open and i didn't have any choice so um yeah hey zit face <laughs> hey zit face i always felt so sorry for her you'd scream at her like that i was like dude yeah because i was nice to my sisters yeah no i mean my sister did <laughs> not get along well, it's good that you do now. That's what's important. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that either, but that's okay. <laughs> that's another podcast entirely. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so one uh, '70s Buzz podcast episode may have to be about siblings. Yeah. How we yeah. interacted with our siblings in the '70s. Yeah, we could have them all call in. Because actually, we could almost do a whole episode of what we used to do to Connie, <laughs> my sister. All you the could do a whole podcast. All the, all the pranks and tricks that we used to pull on her. So, uh, well, she was fun to mess with, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if people aren't fun to mess with, like my older sister, she would be no fun to mess yeah, with. Yeah. If they, yeah, if people ignore you, it's no fun, and you yeah. stop. It's the ones that you get reactions from, <laughs> screaming and slapping you. Oh yeah, we had some knockdown dragouts. Yeah. <laughs> But we we digress. We digress. So I don't even know why would we even talk about 1973, Mr. Wheeler? Well, I don't know because it was part of the greatest decade known to men. I think we broke an eardrum on somebody right there. <laughs> uh, see, people are like, okay, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And then we sneak it in there and jolt them. We apologize if we no, we don't broke your eardrum. That one oh, sounded oh. kind of loud. I'm sorry. I, be- I bet we clipped on that one. <laughs> Okay, so Big I wanted to start out the show and basically talk about what I was doing in 1973. What were you doing? You was 11? Uh, I was 10 and 11, yeah. tur- turned 11, but since my birthday literally oh. is at the end of the year, so I was mostly 10. mostly 10 through the whole year. Yeah. Fourth grade, Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Cameron, or Ms. Cameron, I think she was Ms. Cameron at that point, was my teacher uh, at McKinley and we didn't call them. We didn't call it elementary school. I don't think we grade called school. it. Yeah, McKinley Grade School yeah. uh, in Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, my mom was renting a house on South Johnson, and parents were divorced, and so we lived on. So you know where my mom lives now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We lived in the house across the street, across the street, but really in front of my grandma's old house. Right. So that's the one we rented. Um, my mom, I remember, so the things that I remember from that time period was, uh, my mom bowled, 
uh-huh. on Wednesday nights. There was a lot of detect, and then we've done a detective show episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I remember watching lots of detective shows. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister and I were latchkey kids, mm-hmm. so we would come home from school, and my mom had to work, and then my mom would work a second job. Mm-hmm. So there might have been she might not have gotten home till. Seven, eight, nine, sometimes because she'd work at the NCO club out at the base sometimes. All right. But our great grandma lived across the street, so she was kind of like our babysitter that wasn't in the house. So right. we had a lot of freedom to do things we shouldn't do, oh. like sneaking kids in the back door and us sneaking out the back door. Um, so anyway, great grandma lived across the street, and um, and then I wanted to talk about uh, the '73 flood. Oh yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, what do you? I mean, do you remember specifics uh, from 1973? Well, the the flood of, uh, in October. Yeah, that was that was probably the big thing around here. Yeah. Uh, and that's before they upgraded our drainage system, so it should ne- it should not ever happen again. Uh, but yeah, it was bad. You you were post you had posted pictures or oh, that video, the video that you found the other day, and my gosh, I forgot how bad it was. It was bad, especially it at Brookside. Was, yeah. So so what we're Am I clipping out a little bit? So no, what we're right. talking about um, is in Enid, Oklahoma, in 1973, they call it the Enid Flood. It was in October, uh, October 10th and 11th, 1973. And I remember, it, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm almost guessing it had to be a Wednesday night because my mom was bowling. Mm. Um, and so it literally, it started raining in Enid and it rained and it rained and it rained and it rained. And it wasn't raining. It was raining like buckets. A lot. Just constantly for a couple of hours. And I remember my great-grandma, again, who lived across the street, called us. And I think my mom had called us and said, I can't get home right now. Go to your great-grandma's house. And so great-grandma said, you know, called and said, I think my basement is flooding. Or I want you guys to come down and check my basement. Come over to my house. So we had to run across the street. And I remember running down the stairs to our front yard and then running across Johnson Street. And it was it was literally, literally, you know, like now when something floods in Enid, it's, it's areas that are near a creek. Yeah. So when most people are in a city and there's flooding, it's usually in a low-lying area or near a creek. Or, in Enid that day, the entire freaking town was flooded. So, yeah. so just running across the street, which we're... We, our neighborhood was not in a low area. There was no, no creek near us. No. Um, it was ankle deep, just running across the street to yeah. go to my grandma's house. So by the time we got over there, went down to the basement, and in the older, we li- she lived in an older neighborhood. In those older neighborhoods, we had basements because mm-hmm. uh, we live in Tornado Alley. So everybody had a basement. And in those days, remember, they would put the windows at street level, uh-huh. and and so literally the water was just coming in those windows. Wow. I mean, it was just everywhere. So we would get. I I kind of remember getting buckets and scooping up the water. <laughs> Doing what with it? Throwing well, that back outside? Yeah, you'd run upstairs and <laughs> throw it out the back door. And and thinking about it now, <laughs> it just run back in. When it came out the back door, it went down the driveway and came back in. <laughs> So uh, uh, it seems like the thing to do. Yeah. So so here's some details about what we're talking about. It was a Thursday. October 11th is on Thursday. Well, it, it started October 10th, so it was, so it was a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, rainfall accumulations were 15 to 20 inches within a 100 square area, 100 square mile area. A record two inches fell in three hours. 
The cause of the storm was a low-pressure center that moved northeastward along a slow-moving cold front. These two systems, this is kind of like the perfect storm, that movie. Mm-hmm. The two systems stalled over north-central Oklahoma, depositing record-breaking rainfall. The 24-hour rainfall total in Enid was 15.68 inches. So fifth, almost 16 inches in a day. Unofficial reports have that amount at 20 inches. So some people say we got 20 inches of rain. Probably did localize that day. And so and, and so people died. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there were people that were killed. And the low-lying areas that we did have in Enid, they turned into raging rivers. And, and so the pictures that I post of Enid from that time, from 1973, there are literally car, just... Uh, dozens of cars piled on top of each other in these mm-hmm. low-lying areas that just got swept down uh, the river. Um, 75% of all the rain fell within a four-hour period. That was the, the period that I remember. Um, so anyway, uh, I think it's the record rainfall for Oklahoma. I don't think uh, anything's ever been any worse. Yeah, I remember. I distinctly remember asking my dad, like, Dad, is it going to quit raining? Are we going to be okay? And, you know, our house is at the there's a little hill there. We're at the top of the hill. He's yeah. like, yeah, we'll be fine. We're at the top of the hill. I was like, okay. Our roads never backed up like that, uh, out where we were. Yeah, because you guys, yeah, we had, now we had curbs. Yeah. And, and then, and then drain, you know, we had the, and every, every drain in town was just full. Yeah. It was probably coming out. It was literally probably coming out the drains. It was probably, I bet those, you know, it was fall. So there's probably like a lot of leaves and stuff backing up crap. And Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh. Let's see. It was scary. Um, it was scary. I was scared. It destroyed or damaged 300 homes, 40 businesses, uh, nine deaths, and uh, property damage at that time. That we're talking 1973 was estimated at $8 million, and we're a pretty small town. Um, damage to crops and land was uh, climbed to $13 million. Our governor, who was David Hall at the time, declared Enid a disaster area, and President Nixon declared a federal disaster fund to help Enid rebuild. Oh, thanks, Tricky Dicky. So, yeah, so that's that's my big memory of 1973. And yeah. anytime I bring it up on our community website, which I run, um, it always gets a lot of stories. And, and so, and then my mom had a funny story. I thought I'd put it on here. I don't have it. But she, she was. She was bowling that night. She was bowling at the Trails Bowling Alley, which was at the, you know, there at Gary mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Owen K. So that's a low-lying area. Yeah. That area flooded. You know where the highway patrol station was? Uh-huh, yeah. That building was completely underwater. Wow. And a guy, a a underwear salesman, <laughs> drove through there and his car stalled out and got swept away. And he climbed out the window and swam and and his car got washed away. He made it up to the bowling alley and asked my mom if she could give him a ride to his hotel room at the Ramada. So my mom's at the trail uh-huh. and just wants to get to the Ramada. Well, you can't go through Gary and Van Buren because it's, it's it's underwater, ten foot underwater at least. Oh, so, it's so, so they more went than. they went around Garland. Anyway, they finally got to a point where her car flooded out, oh. uh, and then an old couple, I think, in a truck, picked them up and took them to somebody's house on Johnson. And it wasn't until next morning that they could get uh, to where they needed to go. Wow. Yeah. I bet so. she was terrified. You know, because you guys were, you know, she would. Well, we were at great grandma's house by then. Yeah. So, but yeah. And, you know, nobody had cell phones. No. Uh, no. You know, and, and we probably didn't even realize. 
I don't even know if the weathermen really realized because they didn't have that technology we have today, whether right. they even realized what was happening at the time. Yeah. They were probably on, on air saying, oh, it's raining in Enid, but I, <laughs> I doubt they knew that it was the potential rain that we had. So anyway, there's there's my 1973 story. Yeah. Enid, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, pretty much uh, my big story for 73, personally. Yeah. But there was a lot of stuff going on around the country, though. There was. 1973 was a big year. Well, it was the uh, energy crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. probably one of the things that if you were a little bit older or if you were driving or if you were an adult... Uh, you probably remember the energy crisis. Now, I never have investigated the energy crisis of 1973, so I did. Just and I, this is real. This is pretty brief, but you know, I I always hear these stories of the energy crisis, but I didn't know exactly what caused it. I mean, I knew, but I didn't know what the details were. Something about OPEC or yeah, something. Yeah, OPEC. I knew OPEC caused it, but I didn't know why they caused it. So. Um, in 1973, so so in 1973, we were having the worst recession, oil crisis, unemployment, and inflation that we had ever had since the 1930s. Nice, yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So 1973 was not looking very good economically. Uh, a gallon of gas, 38 cents and by 1975 it had gone up to 57 cents now that doesn't sound like much now but back in the day uh, you know i remember when gas i remember when gas was 25 cents i do too um so anyway so here's a, a real quick rundown 1973 the arab members of opec uh decided to quadruple quadruple the price of of oil to almost listen to this Twelve dollars a barrel. Oh my gosh! Twelve dollars a barrel. What's it now? Like fifty something? Or oh well, it gets up to a hundred. When it gets over a hundred, that's when our prices spike up to like three dollars. Right. Oh, it's been over a hundred bucks a barrel. So twelve dollars a barrel is God. People would kill for that. Um, oil exports to the United States, Japan, Western Europe, which together consume more than half of the world's energy, were prohibited by OPEC. So OPEC wouldn't even let the oil exports um, come in. OPEC's decision was made in retaliation for the Western support of Israel against Egypt and Syria Syria, and the Yom Kippur War of 1973. And in response to the persistent decline of the value of the U.S. dollar because we were having such a hard economic time. And then that eroded the export earnings of the OPEC state. So they decided not to play with this anymore. So that was basically the energy crisis of 1973, and uh, we were dealing with Jimmy Carter on all that. He was the one that was uh, dealing, or no? I guess, I guess he came. Well, when did Nixon resign? And so Nixon was Nixon. Not, he was he didn't resign in '73. Okay, so he was all that crap started. It was going on. Yeah. So anyway, so there's your there's your OPEC minute. Yeah. And then I guess we had another one in '79, but uh, so yeah. but tonight we're just talking about '73. It's amazing how much power a group, a small group of guys halfway around the world have, you know, over us, over everyone. Well, it's a little bit scary. Yeah, I don't. It wouldn't happen as much today. Now that they've got that um, drilling where they can go 
horizontal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're I think we're actually supplying maybe more oil to ourselves than OPEC these days. Oh, good. So That's what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then we've got all kinds of fun facts and figures from 1973, if you yeah. guys are ready. Remember Some, back. Somewhat chronological, Cole. January, the big thing in January? Yeah. The Elvis Hawaii concert. Ah, uh, the Elvis Hawaii concert. First worldwide telecast. That's crazy. I don't remember my mom. I remember my mom watch, recording the one where he was in the black... Where he was in the leather and the yeah, round. that's when he came back. Yeah, so, yeah, but, he had done movies for a long time and he hadn't. Yeah, that's what got him back into like, oh crap, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this this uh, this concert was watched by more people than the lunar than the the men walking on the moon. Wow, which was a lot. Yeah, huge, huge, it was huge. Very cool. Um. I mean, I got all kinds of stuff. Too. Yeah, just uh, run to it. I was going to say, I got a bunch of... Um, let's go uh, real quick to movies. Oh, yeah. Some movies from 1970. Some of the popular films from 1973. Yeah. The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Had that scary movie, that music. And so so listen, I'm just going to... I'll whip mine out real quick. Uh, Exorcist, Deliverance, Live and Let Die, Paper Moon. Live and Moon, Let Die. Oh, Paper Moon was good. Dark Side of the Moon, Reminder, Reminded by Pink... Floyd, wow, I don't know what that was on there for. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Last Tango in Paris, Jesus Christ Superstar, American Jesus Graffiti, Christ Lady Sings the Blue, Superstar. and The Sting. Huh. Oh, The Sting was good. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. That was when the, uh, the, the song from The Sting came out and everybody was playing it on the piano. Um, everybody that played piano learned to play The Sting. <laughs> it was kind of like cock crossbones. You kind of had to, you know. Uh, Academy Awards that year, The Sting, Best Picture. Jack Lemmon, Best Actor, which we had that on another episode. Uh, Glenda Jackson, Best Actress. And George Roy Hill was the Best Director. That's still, that song, this music still gives me chills. It's kind of almost got a Halloween vibe. Yeah, it does. Or Halloween has a Exorcist vibe. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. Just real simple, but... Yeah, and then of course you got the scary looking. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Girl. Now we've we've done an episode on The Exorcist, right? Uh, it was part of an episode. I don't think we did a whole episode on The Exorcist, did we? I think we might have. Really? The scariest movie of the '70s, I think, is it was it, and I think we just did it about The Exorcist. Huh. We'll have to. We literally <laughs> sometimes forget we've done episodes about something. We'll have to go back and check. I think we did though. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I kind of remember giving all kinds of facts and details on The Exorcist. Yeah, so uh, yeah. If yeah. you guys are interested in that movie, go back and find our episode on it. Hopefully there's one there. Th- I'm pretty sure there is. Or, I'm pretty sure. It doesn't matter what episode you go back and find. They're all super entertaining. Exactly. You'll be glad you did. Exactly. Make sure you tell all your friends, too. Yeah. I'm going to run through a qu- some facts real quick. Uh, 1973, Nixon signed and approved the uh, construction of the Alaska Pipeline. Oh, yeah. The Endangered Species Act was passed in 1973. Yeah. Uh, magnetic resonance imaging, MRIs, were invented ah. in 73. The Skylab, first space station, is launched. Uh, some guy, I don't, you don't need to know his name, he invented shatter-resistant polyliathene terra, poly, basically uh, plastic bottles, which was the death of the glass bottle. 
1973. Ounce of gold, 106 bucks. Wow. Average uh, or the minimum wage, a dollar sixty. A dollar sixty, folks. And they're fixing to make it fifteen bucks. Uh, yeah. Average Eesh. household income, twelve thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow. Average home price, thirty two five. Thirty two thousand. Thirty two thousand, and then your average monthly rent was one hundred seventy five bucks. Nineteen seventy three. Thirty two thousand is like a down payment nowadays. It's a car, dude. You can't get a car hardly for thirty two thousand dollars. I mean, not a new one. Now that, and I don't have the car price uh, in front of me, but uh, why not? I don't know. You got it over there on your side? No, I don't actually. Um, that's the year uh, Roe versus Wade was overturns the state ban on abortion. Yep. Uh, Lyndon Johnson died that year. Yep. Uh, at that time, there were no former presidents. You know, like right now, we have a lot, six or whatever. Yeah. There was, only, there was only one then, just oh, one. Oh, wow. That had been kind of lonely. Uh, Vietnam War ended, yep. technically. Uh, the first handheld cell phone was invented. Isn't that crazy? 1973. Yeah, 1973. April 3rd, uh, World Trade Center opened. Yeah. Uh, FedEx started. Invented or started, yeah. Started. They, uh, they had 14 small aircraft from Memphis. On that night, they delivered 186 packages to 25 U.S. cities. <laughs> See, you got to start. It's like our little podcast here. You got to start somewhere, and it all grows from there. Yeah, it's like our little store up there where you can buy t shirts, which exactly. you can do online. Bottlecaps.com. That's right. <laughs> B- BCMerk.com. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what the most popular baby names in 1973 oh, were? Oh, uh, hang on. Uh, I bet Joseph is in there. Nope. Uh, uh, baby names. Uh, uh, Annabelle? Dude, <laughs> I don't know what. Nine, were they? Think of the most. Well, I, I, I would. Paul, no. Robert, no. What? Okay, so let's all. So boys, Christopher. Okay. James. Yeah. Jason and Michael. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, the, pretty much the uh, same ones every year. Yeah. I mean, well, not anymore, but back for all the seventies, it was almost. Because yeah. think of how many guys you know with all those names. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for Christopher. I know a lot of James, a lot of Jasons, and a lot of Michaels. A lot of Michaels. On the girl side, Amy, Jennifer, Kimberly, and Michelle. Aww. Aww. Oh, yeah. yeah I knew good. a lot of Kims, a lot of Jennifers, a lot of Amys, and a lot of Michelles. Yep. So there's your baby names, uh, most popular baby names of 1973. Yeah. The Sears Tower in Chicago was finished. Uh, world's tallest building till 1998. Was it taller than the World Trade Center? I guess it was. Yes. Wow. So I wonder what building in 1998 beat it. In what? 98? Yeah. I think the one in Dubai. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think. Huh. Huh. I think. So, somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy stuff. How about television shows? Oh. Think back, kids, uh, when you were sitting there on the couch. Waltons. Uh, Did they started yet? Yep. Waltons were on CBS. Uh, All in the Family was a big one. Yeah, it was number one. All in the Family, CBS as well. Um, who else was there? Gosh. A lot of detective shows back then. Yeah, this is... Uh, now, this just says television show. I guess, yeah. So, Kojak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawaii Five-0. Oh, I love that song. Canon. So there's all your your detective shows, but then we had some sitcoms. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Sanford and Son. <laughs> Mash, my favorite. Yep. Uh, did I say Kojak on yep. the okay mod for mod. the sitcoms? Mod was good. And then I, for some reason, for some reason, I think this show was on Wednesday nights because I. It just seems like I remember watching this when my mom was at home and she was bowling. What's Sunny and Cher comedy. Oh hour. Yeah. yeah, Sunny and Cher. I got you, baby. I got you. And then the Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore show. We there's, can make there's your top ten. With us, yeah. We can take a she just died here not too long ago. That's sad. Oh. She did? Did she? I think so, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. She did? Okay. I mean, she's dead. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying either way, because she could be or she could not be. We need to put the damn Alexa in here so we could just ask her. Oh, that's what we need to do. We could set off every... You just set off somebody's... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so in 1973, these are the shows that ended. They were gone. They oh. were kaput. They were dead. Bonanza stopped in 73. Oh. Laugh-In. I love Bonanza. I love it. Laugh-In was great. Laugh-in it was, was way really ahead of good. its time. Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, that was good, too. And The Mod Squad. Oh, yeah. I watched my, I watched this episode of Mod Squad the other day. Like was, a, a, a 70s version? Yeah, I was just flipping through, and I was like, oh, cool. There's some some new station on DirecTV. I didn't didn't even know what it was. Wow. You might be a little trebly over there no. now for some well, reason. Make up your mind. I know. Okay, these are the shows that um, started in 1973. Okay. Kojak. Okay. Barnaby Jones. Oh, that's a good show. Police Story. Oh, yeah. And The Young and the Restless. <laughs> yeah, that was a good soap opera. Yeah, we've both confessed that we we were kind of into soap operas. Uh, all My Children. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Young and the Restless. I remember it was the new one. Because all, all my children was like the, it was like the the the, the old, beast. Yeah, uh, the old school, and I, I stuck with the old school because I liked uh, Erica Kane. Yeah, who doesn't like Erica Kane? Gosh, we might have to do an episode just on soap operas. <laughs> I don't. People might be, but we'd have to make it fun and interesting. But mm. we may we may have to do that. Is she still alive? Uh, yeah, uh, should, Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. We should call her and get her on the show. Oh, that would be a good get. Uh, is, is she is all? I don't even know. Is it still on? Is All My Children still on? I think so. I wonder if she's still on the show. I don't think so. Really? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know either. I guess we'll have to investigate that. Hmm. Uh, so here's some more random random things that happened in 73. The uh, Senate Watergate Committee began its televised hearings. Stove Top Stuffing oh, I love stove first top. appeared in U.S. grocery stores. I love that stuff. I could just eat that. What do you think the life expectancy was in 1973? Of a man? Uh, you know, that's what it doesn't say. So I'm guessing maybe they combined everybody together. Oh, in 73, probably 68. Ah, close. 71.4 years old was the life expectancy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's nothing nowadays. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Um, before I get to that one. Uh, Richard Nixon gave his famous I am not crook speech at the Contemporary Resort in Disney World. I didn't know he did that in Disney World. Really? Uh, And then Spiro T. Agnew resigned as U.S. Vice President and then in federal court in Baltimore pled no contest to income tax evasion and was fined $10,000 and put on a three-year probation. I hope that's what happens to me. (laughs) I want want probation. (laughs) Uh, there was a picture of a guy 
that was in Va- landed at Vance. Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Nel- Nelson Rockefeller. I posted that. Yeah, you put. Was he? A, he was a vice president. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I'm like I I I, I posted a question and like why was Nelson Rockefeller yeah. flying in Air Force One and landing in an Air Force base? And someone said because he was a vice president. I'm like he was. He must have. Did he take over after? I don't know. Spiro. Agnew, I think I think that's maybe how that went. I, 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 I yeah, because yeah, because I think uh, Rockefeller. So another, so we we had Richard Nixon fly into Enid, Oklahoma, and Rockefeller, and they you know they were out at our Air Force base. Oh, was it the same time? <sighs> so I don't know. I don't know if it was no, because they don't the you know, president and vice president don't fly at the same time. Yeah, I, I couldn't say if it, I doubt it was the same time, but I they both it. have they both did fly into Enid, Oklahoma, and. Got out of their planes and shook hands and gave speeches and and ate at uh, wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wagon wheel. We could do a whole story about the wagon wheel. Yeah. Everybody's like, "What's the wagon wheel?" Well, let me well, tell you, it was the big, best greasy spoon place in town. My good friends of ours owned that place for a long time. It's where everybody ate in the seventies at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's right. It was the greasy spoon. Yeah, it was open twenty four hours. And yeah. They did have good food. Yeah. Oh man, I missed. So what, what are you what are you moving over to there, man? I got a bunch of stuff. I know there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, shoot, uh, July first, DEA is founded. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure why, but oh, it's probably because of the. Oh, it was, it was because of the marijuana stuff. I think. Oh. Nolan Ryan pitched a second no hitter. Uh, see, but- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs played that year, September. Battle of the Sexes? Yeah. Um, oh, one of the most important things that happened in 73. October 1st, the Ideal Toy Company introduced the Evil Knievel stunt cycle. Really? Yes. Hmm, I never had one, unfortunately. I wish I had. Oh, man. Everybody had, should have had one of those. And then you get into the whole plethora of songs. Well, let's do, since you brought up sports there for real quick, let's go through sports real quick. Okay. Uh, Oakland A's won the World Series. Dolphins won the Super Bowl. The Knicks won NBA. Uh, Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup. Uh, Johnny Miller won the U.S. Open. Now, see, back in that day, there was a mythical football, NCAA football championship, and there, oh, yeah. there was ties. So that year, it was Alabama and Notre Dame were both uh, picked as NFL champions because one must have been number one in one poll, and the other was uh, number one in another poll. Uh, UCLA won the NCAA basketball championship. Now, bowl game-wise, the state of Oklahoma, OU University, was in the Sugar Bowl, and they uh, beat Penn State. Cool. And then, as far as the Kentucky Derby, it was the year of Secretariat. Secretariat. Yeah. Now, here, here is a mind-blowing stat for Secretariat. This is how bad, what a badass Secretariat was. <laughs> yeah. Sham, the horse that finished second to Secretariat in 1973, still holds the record 
for the second fastest time in Kentucky Derby history. If he had competed in any other year in the race's 137-year history, he would have won every race. So he was really, really, really good too, just not just super good. He just got the year. Yeah, just think of the odds of oh, those two being in the same year. That that guy, that owner's mad. Like, really? I got the super bestest horse I ever had, and somebody got a super best horse? Yeah. And then two more real quick sports things. A super Bowl ad in 1973, $88,000. That was it. But, you know. Now you add a zero to that, or a couple of zeros. Yeah, yeah. And then... I didn't. This was something I found out doing research. What's that? Joe Frazier. Uh huh. You remember Joe Frazier? Oh yeah, Smoking Joe. Do you remember uh, ABC show The Superstars? Oh yes. I think it was on. Was it on Saturdays? Maybe. Yeah, ABC. Uh, yeah. Joe Frazier nearly drowned on the first event, a fifty-meter swim on The Superstars. <laughs> oh, no. Only after he was saved did he admit that he couldn't swim. What? When asked why he tried, he said, how was I to know I couldn't unless I tried it? <laughs> so that was the show that they had. Uh, it was famous people. It just wasn't athletes, right? Uh, they, they did like athletic I, stuff. I th- yeah, I'm trying to think if there was two separate shows or if they had them all on the same show. I can't remember. So yeah, it was it was it was an athletics competition though. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they did goofy things. Well, they did. It, it was like a ninja show now. Yeah, except yeah. the courses weren't quite as complicated right. back then. They were. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of so like there was Battle of the Network Stars, oh, which I think might have been with celebrities. Yes, yes. And I think the superstars was just athletes. Were they like doing stuff that they normally didn't do? Yeah, like, be like boxers a, swimming. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got you now. Ow, that was my knee. There's your sports minute for 1973. Now we're going to Muzak. I got. I got to confess something here. Uh oh. And yeah, I was like way way older before i even realized that the uh, rolling stones sang this song oh really i, I didn't all, the whole time as a kid growing up i had i just didn't think about who it was well it's, it sounds so much different than their regular stuff or the usual yeah, stuff yeah and i remember one day somebody said something about you know rolling stones singing angie i'm like oh yeah i knew that <laughs> oh they're so young Oh. Well, I mean, I, I was probably the same way. I probably couldn't have told you that they sang it. I didn't. I didn't discover the Rolling Stones until now. I had heard their songs, mm-hmm. you know, "Let's Spend the Night Together," and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you you had oh, what was that? Uh, I I mean, I guess I did, but I didn't realize the depth of their songs and albums until I was in junior college, and I dated a girl yeah. who was infatuated with the Rolling Stones, and she lived in Tulsa. And, and it's a two-hour drive from Tulsa to NOC, and we were driving back one night, and she played nothing but Rolling Stones the whole trip, and I kept going, they sing that song? <laughs> they sing that song? Yeah. They sing that song? Uh-huh. And I was, and it, from that moment on, I was like, dude, Rolling yeah. Stones kick ass. Yeah, they do. They really do. I mean, it was the first time I'd heard some of their, you know, um, Sympathy for the Devil. I had yeah. never really heard that song, and... Uh, for yeah, from that moment on, I was like, "Dude, the Stones you, are it." You was a fan. I was, was a fan. Hooked. You was hooked. Did I was a fan. So I've got a music story. Oh yeah, what's uh, it? It's about the number one song 
1973. Do you know what that was? Uh, hang on. Give me a second. No, I'm not looking it up. I'm thinking. Uh, it was... I don't even have a list of the top songs in 73. I hope you do. Um, but I know which one was number one. 73, 73. It would have been... Not MacArthur Park? Nope. What was it? Uh, <laughs> you said you knew. Well, you just made me forget because I got sidetracked thinking about <laughs> killing killing me softly. Ah, uh, well, you know what? Uh, I was just gonna. Uh, I was yeah. I was fixing to play that here in a minute. Do you have it dubbed up there? Uh, there's a, there's a story behind it. I didn't I didn't know that there was a story behind that song. Oh really? I mean, there. Here's the thing. There's a story, and that but there's not a story. Why is it? Uh, the story you... is that there. Some people think there's a story. But then other people don't think there's a story. Are you going to play it? Are we going to? My sister sang this at weddings all the time. Ah. But she had to cut out the second verse. Because it says something about lay with me or something like that. And they didn't want to hear that at church. Because back then, everybody got married at church. That's just where you got married. Now you go to the gazebo at the courthouse lawn. Exactly. This is the original version. The new one, we go... Right there. Well, no, this isn't the original version. Oh, really? Yeah, no. This is the second version. There's a third version, which you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, which I... It's okay, but... So, what's the story? Unless... Is this Roberta Flack? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Roberta Flack was the one that made the song famous in 73. Uh-huh. The Fugees uh-huh. redid it. And that's the newer version. But originally, the gal that first sang it was Lori Lieberman. And she sang it in 1971. Huh. Okay, so here's a story about Killing Me Softly. According to Lori Lieberman, she's the one that sang it in 71, she said that the song came from a poem that she wrote after experiencing a strong reaction to a Don McLean song. She was at a Don McLean concert... And while he was playing one of the songs, she started thinking about this poem. And the poem led to the words of a song. And she gave that information to a guy named Norman Gimbel. And Norman Gimbel took that and wrote the rest of the lyrics to the song. And then he passed the lyrics on to a guy named Charles Fox, <laughs> who wrote the music. Okay. So those three together wrote the song, Killing Me Softly, with his song. At that time, she sang it was based on a poem that she wrote while thinking about Don McLean at his concert All right. while he's singing one of the songs. But then later, it came out that this Charles Fox guy who wrote the music to the song, he refutes that story. Oh. And he says uh, that it's an urban legend, even though the other two kind of you know go with their version. He, he says that, no, this is how, how it happened that he and Gimbal wrote the song first, and then they played it for Lori Lieberman, and she, during the playing of the song, said, oh, that kind of reminds me of how I felt <laughs> at a Don McLean concert. Well, then she started singing the song on stage, and she would tell this story on stage about, and she changed the words saying, instead of, I thought about Don McLean." When I hear this song, 
she would say, I wrote this song when I was at a Don McLean concert. So it kind of, so this other guy is saying that no, she did not write the song uh, based on Don McLean. They wrote it and then she, she, you know, said, yeah. So anyway, so there, there's the, so I, anyway. So um, if you look at the, if you look at the 45, who's, a, who's the artist? I mean, who gets the credit? Who gets the, the ASCAP money? Well, it, it, the argument isn't about who wrote it. The argument is oh. about was the song written about Don McLean or was it not written about Don oh. McLean? That's oh. the controversy. Oh. Because if you read some of the words, she says that's what she was thinking while she was at the concert jotting down this poem. This other guy says, no, me and Gimbal wrote the words and showed you the words, and then you said... Oh, that's how I felt oh. while I was at a Don McLean concert. I can and, see that, yeah. And so, so anyway, so there's your. Uh, uh, oh, and originally it was called "Killing Me Softly with His Blues," mm. and they they changed it um, to "Killing Me Softly with His Song." Oh. And so, but because she said that so much, whether it's true or not, it became an urgent <laughs> urban legend. And Don McLean even has it on his website that you know. The song supposedly was written about me, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, but anyway. So anyway, there's your Killing Me Softly trivia for the day. (laughs) 1973, right there. Who knew? Who knew? I I had no idea. Yeah, Don Don McLean. Oh, you want a little bit more? Yeah. A little something else? Yeah. Oh, and that was one of the things I think Dave Ball said. We need to do a whole episode just on American Pie. This one is... A song yeah. about uh, all the rock and roll records of 1960s, and it's a song. I remember when Rock was young, me and Susie had so much fun. Born in Hamden's Clemens Dome, had a hook or shell, and a place of my own. With the biggest kick I ever got, when I think of a crocodile. Now, were Captain and Tennille big in 73? Uh, <laughs> you know. I'm thinking maybe they were a little bit later. Might have been. Uh, uh, Let me see. Give me a second. Do you have a list of top, like, top ten songs over there or anything? Uh, I'm not going to say top tens. Just number ones, maybe? No, they're just popular songs. Yeah, they, they started in 74. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got a whole, there's a whole crap ton of songs. Like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that song. Like, uh, uh, Delta Dawn, uh, uh, Freebird. Freebird, 73? Free wow, Bird. that kind of, wow. I would have guessed Freebird, like, 77. Yeah, see, I would too, yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, Candle in the Wind, another Elton John song. Piano Man, uh, Elton, uh, Elton was killing it in 73. Yeah. Danny's song by Ann Murray. Remember that song? Yep. Uh, Dream On, Aerosmith. Jungle Boogie, Cool in the Gang. Oh, you know who else had a song? Uh, that was, this, was, this was like super mega, and it's kind of relevant. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Here, I'm going to give you some quick uh, f- popular foods in 1973. Yep. Black Forest cake, yeah. carrot cake, cheese balls and logs, crepes, deviled eggs, hamburger helper, oh, hungry her. man frozen entrees, jello salads, kugel. Do you remember kugel? It was oh. the peanut butter, peanut spread. Uh-huh. Um, 
Pasta Primavera, quiche, SpaghettiOs, Spam, and Tab. Those were the most popular foods of 73. Tab. Oh. I'm coming home. I've done my time. Now we're going to interview this guy next week. No, we're not. That's the other guy. <laughs> oh, sorry. We might interview him next week. <laughs> no, we might not. We're, we're going to try to interview. We're going to interview Casey. Casey and the Sunshine yeah. Band next week. Yeah, not Tony Orlando. <laughs> Is Tony... Tony Orlando? Yeah, I think so. Is Don? Don... Tony Orlando and Dawn. It's D-A-W-N, Dawn, not Dawn. I know, but so what I'm asking is Dawn. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> but that was a big that was a big song. Uh, Christmas gifts. Toy toy wise, what do you think was big toy gifts in 1973? Uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I don't know. It might have been, but no. It wasn't on the list. Uh, walkie talkies were big. Oh yeah. Raleigh. Chopper bikes, the old oh, chopper bike. Yeah. Toy guns were big. Shrinky dinks. The game Pente. I didn't know Pente was around. Oh, that's. Did a f- you know that they made the guy that invented Pente? I think was in from Stillwater. Yeah. They they made the Pente game in Stillwater, Oklahoma, where I went to college. Yeah, just a few miles uh, west of here. It came in the tube. Yeah, it came in the tube it, with the, you rolled out the thing uh-huh. and you had the little rocks. Uh huh. Yeah. You guys, you're listening to this. That's another connection right here in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And then Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't realize Dungeons and Dragons were the, was that early. Never played Dungeons and Dragons. I haven't Jerry. either. I've I never have... even opened or looked or heard or seen. Yeah, or... when these when these people, like in uh, Stranger Things 3, they talk about all the, the D&D stuff. I have no idea what they're talking about. Or or when they would do it on uh, Big Bang Theory. They yeah. played a lot. I was like, I have no I have no idea how they play. I don't, I don't think most people do. I think yeah. it's a pretty niche little crowd. And yeah. then Pong. <laughs> Pong, Pong at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are your big uh, Christmas uh, stuff. Yeah, Tony Orlando's still alive. He's 75 years old. Wow, well, that's he's, not bad. No, nah, he's doing good. Wow. He's still kicking. Still singing that song. Yeah. Old oak tree, it's been three long years. Do you still want me? You know, people waited a long time for their loved ones back then. Yes, they did. Nowadays, not so much. Yeah, a week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're gone for a week. You're out of here. Uh, Let's see. Here's a since you're on the music kick, mm-hmm. uh, the drummer for the Who passed out during a live performance in 1973. Oh, uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Bonham, John Bonham. No, that would be um, Black's Black. They, he was with Black. He was with. Um, Ah, uh, he went with the Who. I don't uh, okay, now this is where one's screaming at us. Yeah, um, Bonham was with. Um, uh, um, ah, you, you look it up. Um, so anyway, the drummer. Well, maybe was he with the Who? Anyway, the Led drum, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the but the drummer of the Who passed out at a live performance in '73. The lead singer, who was uh, my memory's shot. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he he called out to the audience and asked if anybody in the audience could oh, fill in. Funny, a nineteen-year-old Scott Halpin hopped up Keith on Moon. stage. Keith Moon. Keith Moon. Yeah, and uh, this kid, nineteen-year-old 
got on stage and finished the remaining three songs with The Who. Wow. Can you imagine that? Wow. 1973, folks, there was a lot of partying going on with those rock and roll stars. Oh, man, I tell you. So I wonder if that kid was, did, if that took him anywhere, or if he was just... No tell. What was his name? Did he give his name? Scott H-A-L-P-I-N, Halpin. I don't know. Although The Dark Side of the Moon was the number one album for only one week... It remained on the Billboard Top 200 for 741 straight weeks from 1973 to 1988. God, I can't believe that. That's a long time. Uh, Thomas Scott Helpin was an American artist and musician best known for his incident in 1973 when in the audience at a concert by the Who at the Cow Palace in California ended up playing drums on stage after the band's drummer Keith Moon passed out mid-show. And I, uh, he's uh, is he still alive and kicking? No, he died in two thousand eight. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Kiss the Kiss logo in nineteen seventy three was hand drawn by Paul Stanley at his kitchen table. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They did start in seventy three. Yeah, yeah. That I remember was, that. That was where the Kiss logo came from. They, they blew up pretty quick because I saw them in seventy six, and they yeah they were pretty new still then. And yeah. I saw him again in 96. Well. And then I didn't go see him again. Uh, Music-wise, here's a sad story. Uh-oh. Uh, Jim Croce. Uh. He sent a letter to his wife before he died where he talked about giving up his singing career to write short stories and movie scripts. The last words in his letter were, Remember, it's the first 60 years that count, and I've got 30 to go. I love you, Jim. Oh. And then he died. Bummer. Yeah, Jim Croce. Man, what good songs. Oh, yeah. Time in a Bottle, man. If I, that's the first song I learned how to play on the piano. Golly, that dude had some songs. I taught myself, actually. Did you? Yeah. Very, what was that? That was uh, Bottle Caps telling us we have a payout of $23.89. Sweet. Yeah. This guy's a music machine, too. So were the uh, all the protest all the protest protesters for the Vietnam War were they done because the Vietnam War ended I guess Yeah so yeah and I don't know that it was completely ended I think the government was telling us it was ended but yeah. I think things were going on behind the scenes but oh, sure. yeah I think by then a lot of the protests had died down in 73 because i gotta have something to what are they griping about then you know yeah sitting 69 was 68 69 was real heavy in protest yeah i think it was dying off by 73 and you know deservedly so it was a bad 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 scene yeah when i going with the energy crisis i don't have we talked about the speed limit in 1973 75 Oh, 55, 55, yeah. can't drive 55. <laughs> um, they did not lower the speed limit to 55 to save lives, people. They did not. Save They've gas. admitted to it. They uh, It was to uh, yeah try to save the consumption of gasoline. Yeah, I'm sure it probably, you know, helped a lot, but... It took until 1995 for them to raise the wow. speed limit back up. God, that's a long time. Um... We've got uh, NASA. I had I had no idea that this happened. Uh-oh. Um, oh, here's something really cool. What's we, that? You know, we love... Uh, so our headquarters is here in Enid, Oklahoma. Merca. Merca. Middle of America. That's where our podcast comes from. In 1973, NASA astronaut Owen 
K. Garriott mm-hmm. from little old Enid, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. We've got a street named after him. Yeah, Big Street. He was on Skylab. Yep. In 1973. I thought it was 75 he was up there. He was up there in 73 as well. Oh, cool. And he successfully pranked flight controllers by playing a recording of his wife while he was on Skylab. (laughs) There were no women aboard the space station, and uh, he was trying to make it sound like a woman had stowed away on Skylab. (laughs) Right there. Yeah, like us. From Enid, Oklahoma. How funny. Owen K. Garrett. Yeah, he just passed here recently, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's done. He's done a lot of stuff for Enid, Oklahoma. We uh, we should have got him on while we had the chance. Yeah, we should have. We we yeah, we got to admit we missed that one right there. Yeah, what were you thinking? We need to start thinking about these these old timers that we need I to know, get on get on uh, on tape before they before they they they. Your man Jim. Yeah, that guy could sing. You can't not tap your feet. Oh, yeah. We're both tapping <laughs> our feet. <laughs> Just be well, man named Leroy Brown. This is when uh, music started becoming, I don't know, more, uh, you know, before, in the early 70s, the music was, we went over this the other day, it's kind of, it's kind of goofy, campy. A lot of it was was not real uh, well done. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, maybe maybe the uh, the electronic industry kind of caught up or whatever and made stuff sound better. But to me, music just started sounding better about this time. Uh, yeah, '73 and, was a good year for music. From Continental. A lot of good songs. A lot of good groups. Oh, 1973, the old 1973 Gremlin, which my uh, uncle owned. I don't know if he had a 73. We'll just say he did. I guess he probably did. Uh, anyway, the 1973 Gremlin from AMC, which would be the American Motor Corporation, was available with Levi's denim seats. Oh, oh and I, I remember that. And I will say that I, as far as I remember, my uncle did not have, at least my uncle did not oh, have the Levi did, denim seats. He didn't opt for that option? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, come on. Okay, this could be the most important bit of uh, trivia from 1973, and I did not even know it until tonight. What? Jimmy Carter reported a UFO sighting in 1973. And you know he wasn't messed up. Our president of the United of Them States reported a UFO sighting in 1973. Wow. Did you know that the Bahamas gained their independence from Great Britain in 1973? Nope, didn't know well, that. There's your little trivia right there, right there, buddy. You know, you're talking about uh, cool stories, backstories, uh, with songs and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you, what was that song you were talking about? Uh, Killing Me Softly. Killing Me Softly. Uh, Midnight Train to Georgia's got that cool story. Oh, yeah. With, with That's Farrah. Farrah. Yeah. Farrah's written about Farrah Fawcett Majors. Yeah. But then they changed it to a girl, to a guy, and from a plane to a train from Houston to <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, yeah, the same but different. Yeah, yeah. The, the exact same song but yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Here's an interesting fact from 1973. Since you and I are professional eclipse chasers. Oh, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Concorde, you remember the Concorde, mm-hmm. which they, I don't, I can't remember what year they quit making the Concorde or quit flying, but 
So the Concorde was this plane that could fly from one side of the world to the other in like 12 seconds. Yeah. Um, I think it's 13, but, you know. The pilots chased a solar eclipse in 1973 at Mach 2. So so what normally would have been a seven-minute eclipse. Oh, yeah. They got, you know, positioned where they were where the eclipse was and flew at Mach 2 and turned that seven-minute eclipse into 74 minutes. Wow. They, they were flying around the Earth so fast that they were keeping up with the eclipse for 74 minutes. So did they plan it that way or it just happened? No, I think they planned it. I'm sure, no. they, I'm sure they planned it. Who, who's going to fly at Mach 2 for 74 minutes? I mean, well, I guess they, well, they depending on where they, they were going. But Yeah, they, uh, it was an operation from 76 till 2003. Ah, well, it says they chased. So they, it, was, it was intentional. Hang on. In 73? Yeah. Well, why does it say 76? 76 for what? That's, how, that's when the Concorde started. Yeah, that's not right. That uh, can't be right. Well, th- now this is Concorde. Does Concorde have an E on the end? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it says, Concorde Pilots. Oh, that's uh, weird. So yeah. we're getting misinformation here. Huh, interesting. So it says Concorde started when? Uh, 1976. Hang on a uh, British Project Turbojet Pirate Supersonic Passenger Airliner that was operated from 76. Oh, that was a British one, didn't that? Wasn't there a British one and a French one? Well, and then there might have been, um, for the public, maybe for the public it started in 76, but maybe it was doing uh, other flights. Yeah, I bet, yeah. In oh, 73. Oh. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, uh, you can't trust everything you find, you what? dig up. What? It's on the interweb, it's got to be true. Yeah, it's got to be true. Here's an interesting fact from 1973. Yeah. Robin Williams and Christopher Reeve. Now, did you know they were good buddies? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I knew they were good buddies, but I didn't know why. But they both went to Juilliard together, and they were two of 20 students that were accepted into the freshman class of 1973. Oh. And they were the only two students accepted to the advanced program at the school the same year. Uh, just to clarify some stuff here, the Concorde made its first test flight in 1969. Wow. So, yeah. So they it were was, testing yep. it for, well, they tested it for a long time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now, here's something I did not know. What 1973? You know? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't until 1973 that women could serve on juries in all 50 states. Wow. 1973. Wow. So in 1972, there were some states where women could not serve on a jury. In 72. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's that's real crazy. I had no idea. Oh, man. Well, if you got anything special over you've been holding your back pocket, you better pull it out. Uh, airbags? Did we talk about <laughs> airbags? Not tonight, we haven't. The uh, fir- first public airbag in a car was in the Oldsmobile Tornado in oh, really? 1973. Wow. An airbag in 1973. Wow. I had no idea. Uh, three astronauts on Skylab 4 went on strike uh, over being overworked and demanding more time for contemplating the universe. <laughs> it what? Was fir- it was the first strike in space. What? Ni- 1973. Yeah. What did they do? Just I, they probably just said we're not going to do what you want us to do until we get I don't know. One more last song. There's a ton of them, but. Down, get down, cool in the gang. Jungle boogie. Jungle boogie. Are we running out of time? Yeah, it's 
We've probably talked their ear off long enough. We let probably me, need to let them go. Here, real quick. I'll run through some of these real quick since go I ahead. looked them up. Okay. Homo, homosexuality. Was, That's when homosexuality started? No, was first removed from the American Psychiatric Association's list of mental disorders oh, in 1973. God. Oh, my God. Johnny Carson joked that there was uh, a toilet paper shortage on The Tonight Show. Oh, shoot. People did not realize it was a joke, and they went out in a panic and bought toilet paper, which actually caused... <laughs> A toilet paper shortage well, in 1973. It wasn't a shortage. It's just everybody bought them all up. So, well, I mean, I guess unless you were one of the ones that didn't buy it up. Exactly. 16-year-old John Paul Getty III was kidnapped in 1973. No. His billionaire grandfather refused no. to pay $17 million in ransom after the kidnappers mailed Getty's ear to a newspaper. His grandfather said, okay, I'll pay $2.2 million because that was the maximum amount that was tax deductible. Oh, my God. 123 passengers died on an airplane uh, flight, varying flight 820 between Brazil and France because a fire started by cigarette. Since then, all airplane <laughs> bathrooms are required to have an ashtray, even though smoking has been banned on all domestic flights since 1990. <laughs> um, cult movie star death, Bruce Lee, oh. died in 73. Yeah, before his movie even came out. Yep, and the number one book, 1973, Johnston Livingston's Seagull Seagull by Richard Bach. There's your history, trivia, facts, and info from the year 1973, folks. Okay, guys, so if we miss something, I mean, we know we did. Let us know. Let us know. Buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Leave us a message. Leave us, if you guys have any, like, like we have the flood memory. Yeah. Tell us what your number one memory of 1973 is. Or if you like went to a iconic concert. Oh yeah. Or, or something, let it, or, you know, uh, let us know what what you guys remember from 73. You're my brother graduated high school. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that you guys posting about that on Facebook. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, please give us a, a rating or a comment on iTunes. We are the 70s buzz. You can listen to us on all uh, different types of you guys know that if you're listening. So uh, email us at buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. We'll get back to you. Facebook. And, you can do uh, Facebook. Yeah. Leave us messages there. Send us photos. Go to bcmerk.com. Get you a 70s buzz uh, t shirt. And uh, we're going to get out of here. See you later. See ya.